Oh shit, ladies and gentlemen, how you doing out there? This is Intergalactic Interviews, and this is episode 120. Yes, we finally reached 120 years of age, and we we have uh, we've been kind of discussing back and forth about how to do these ads because we've been doing them now for like a hundred something episodes. But guess what? I think we're gonna just you know plow right in, have a great time, see what happens and uh, you can judge us later. How about that? Uh, of course, to my right is uh, my co-host, as always, Michael Saavedra. Hello. And uh, on the boards, we have the, uh, uh, the corpulent? Is that the word I want to use? I don't know. No, I've never uh, heard that word before. I'm gonna, <laughs> it's, made, it's made up. Yeah. And, no, it might, might not Sounds be. Sounds good. Yeah, it might not be. But it's uh, it's complimentary. The complimentary Chris Martin we have uh, always on the boards. Uh, of course, I am MD of the Booms Alliance. And our guest this week is the lovely, the talented Nomi Chi. And as we get into that, we should probably let you all know, our listeners, about a fantastic opportunity right now. If you go to floathouse.ca right now, you're going to find yourself at the premier isolation tank experience in the lower mainland. Also in Alberta now, what? So in British Columbia and Alberta, Floathouse is just just redefining how it is, uh, like a good, good way to spend your time. It's, it's fantastic. I like it personally because you get your own private uh, tank, obviously, but you get your own private room, your shower, your own, your own set of uh, slippers, house coat. It's like a spa for your mind. It's super tranquil. Um, it allows you to totally unwind and unlock the mysteries of your mind. <laughs> or maybe not. Or maybe just relax. What, you know, it doesn't have to be so scholarly. But it really doesn't. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be such an you academic. Want to go lay in some water for an hour and a half. Yeah, it doesn't have to be such a, a fantastic voyage. MD is what they want to tell me. Yeah. But the real, realistically, though, if you uh, if you're looking to try it out, we have a great offer for you right now. If you use our podcast promo code, recently tested in front of us by the Zaremba brothers themselves, uh, if you go ahead and use our podcast promo code I I podcast, you get twenty percent off. Michael Savedra, what is that podcast promo code? That would be I I podcast. Yes, that smooth baritone you just heard, it was just absolutely confirming to you that it is indeed I, I, lowercase I, lowercase I, podcast. It's fantastic. Uh, we float. You should float. Try it out. It's going to be great. There's a location probably right down your street. Okay. <clears throat> now, that being said, we are also very grateful to be sponsored by our, uh, now this is like long-running sponsor. We can say this now. Long-running. Sure. And we just heard recently they're happy with us, so that's even better. That's like the, the nice tip of the that's cap. That's ideal. <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh, I think... Super <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Imagine they're <laughs> just like... these guys. Dude, I, this is the worst content. <laughs> uh, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand this off to Mike Svedra because he is the resident uh, knowledgeable person about this. Uh, Michael, what well, are we drinking today? We we are sponsored by Off the Rail Brewing. Uh, oh, what? Located in the East Van and the Yeast Van District. Yeast. Yeast Van. <laughs> Yeast Van. Yeast Van. Delicious. Uh, um, we are drinking the Raj Mahal. This is their award-winning uh, BC, actually Canadian Brew Week award-winning beer. It is, uh, wow. it's like an India pale ale, but it's Tastes um, delicious. made with uh, lemongrass. And uh, yeah, and a bunch of a bunch of different hops. I like it. It's a beauty of a beer, and we thank you so much. And recently this week, they just got their beer into BC Place. So when you're going to Whitecaps games or BC Lions games, or you're you can just drink into a concert, you can get off the rail brewing. Now wow! At BC so you can drink Place this. Stadium. Drink this while you're watching local sports teams. 
beauty. Man. Wonderful. Drink local beer while you're watching your local sports. That's the Canadian dream. You gotta have right it. There. You gotta have yeah, it. Yeah, I there. actually don't really like beer, and this is really nice. It's like really light and citrusy. Huh? Ideal. Yeah. See it's that? A, it's, a, it's a beautiful, like, summer, nice. yeah. summer beer. And it's not overly hoppy, and it has that, like, faint lemongrass taste in it. I think it's... Well, it's a beautiful <laughs> summer evening for mm-hmm. a beautiful no, we, summer beer. Mm-hmm. Thank, you, thank you for putting aside your standards and drinking with us we appreciate <laughs> we appreciate that uh i first of all welcome to the show thank you for coming to do this well, thanks for having me we've had this circled on the calendar for many weeks since we mm-hmm. booked this and uh i, I just want to say right off the bat i have to i have to do this because Uh-oh. i feel like i'll be walking on eggshells the whole show so i have to just straight up ask right away okay so you recently posted publicly that you you want to be referred to gender-wise as yeah. a certain certain meth- methodology to that. Yeah. I don't want to incorrectly refer to you in a way that, that you don't prefer to be referred to. Yeah, so well, thanks. how do how do I address you properly? How do I how do I say Nomichi This pronouns? person. Yeah. Uh, you could <laughs> yeah. use she or they. Okay. It's totally up to you. She or they. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if if they is too much just pretend that there's like a tiny person in my pocket or something and okay yeah you're referring to both I like of us. that, <laughs> that it, that's good I, I've never I've never been educated properly on this I like that the yeah. the imagery of someone else being there yeah that helps okay okay good okay because I uh I, I've recently been working um with uh, an artist that I've been producing that is working with a director and the director is gender neutral mm-hmm. and and they only respond to they's yeah. Like, I I felt like an idiot in the initial meeting because I I found out Did twenty you keep seconds. Tripping? Oh yeah, big time. Like twenty yeah. seconds going into the meeting, we're just trying to like oh set up this uh, set up this meeting, and then I, I twenty seconds before I, I they're like hey uh, heads up this is the just situation FYI, yeah yeah and so and you're like, like okay got it and then you're right. immediately you're like shh <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like have you ever have you ever seen improv where they're like you know, you can't use the letter a and you're like okay here you go and you're like. The, <laughs> you know, yeah, that guy, that's what I felt yeah. like. Like it was a, uh, it was terrible improv, basically. But no, it was good. It was, uh, uh, I, I guess, this is the sign of the times of progress. Yeah. And this is how this is how you feel most comfortable. Yeah, this I think you'll find like you. most people who are gender neutral or have alternative pronouns to what might be immediately apparent are pretty chill about it. I, th- I think you'd yeah. have to be right. Yeah. Like, I mean, unless you're being antagonistic. <laughs> <laughs> like purposefully antagonistic yeah, yeah. that would be if you restricted what people can call you to such a like finite yeah. amount yeah right yeah. like I, I i think that would i kind of almost want to try to just be a little antagonistic just do it like that yeah. but I, I i don't want to make light of that i i want to uh i want you to know that i how long have we known each other now uh less than 10 years but more than five no wait like Seven, seven-ish years, I think? Seven-ish years? Give or take. Because mm. I met you at the dollhouse. Oh, wow. Many moons ago. Is that, like, <laughs> is that one of those... Uh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh. I'm sure, sure I had a great time. Yeah. We all had a great time. <laughs> yeah. Good. No, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Uh, okay. So close to 10 years. Close to 10 years. On yeah. the other side of the, yeah. the five-year mark. It's been a while. A while. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I, I've always found you to be so fascinating. You are self-admittedly shy 
mm-hmm. as fuck. Yeah. And Here I am. so I was like, what? <laughs> You're going to do this show? I'm so, I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Yes. I circled. Let's it. do a video podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I bought a physical calendar and then circled it. Yeah. So I was like, fuck you, Google calendar. You threw it out. I, I was thinking there's just so many questions that come to mind yeah. because you have uh, this fantastic art style. Mm-hmm. You also have this like fantastic view on life. I, I, I'm just so curious about all this. Okay. First of all, have you ever done podcasts like this before? Mm, not like this, no. Uh, I'm actually, like I just started my own podcast. Right. It's definitely not up to par with this, whereas Come on. you have somebody doing, like producing for you and a co-host. <laughs> Well, yeah, for me, it's just me and a friend um, in one of those rent-a-booths at the Vancouver Public Library. Mm-hmm. Smart. Trying to figure out yeah. how to use Audacity. <laughs> <laughs> Audacity, absolutely. Yeah. Can I, I just tell you, like, I started this just in front of the computer by myself, and it was just production diaries. And I, yeah. And I've, I've, I feel like I, this comes up every fucking show, so I'm not going to bore the listeners with this. But mm-hmm. I will say that, like, the evolution of this show is, like, easily chartable like it's like yeah. high watermarks for sure like it there the idea that this was just like in a bedroom yeah you know or not even in the living room on the kitchen table mm-hmm. shitty like that like and then like you know building up to whatever like every week we come in here we're always like what how is this can't believe it yeah how is this possible float house yeah what (laughs) top tier top top tier (laughs) you know what i mean look at this there's controllable lights yeah (laughs) there's like a plant i was like yeah there's a honeycomb yeah the honeycomb (laughs) plant growing on the wall it's very very powerful and there's so much pink rock salt yeah himalayan salt everywhere like have you seen this giant rock behind me here have you seen it's pretty big like yeah we were just talking about that before you came in oh yeah yeah, uh, I don't know what they're supposed to do. Uh, something about ionizing. Do you guys know something? Do you guys know what they do? I have no, no. No idea. I, hold on, I just noticed. I just noticed Chris Martin's not on uh, mic today. You you fine with that? You don't want to be involved. Look at this. Look at this guy. It he's sounds doing, better when he's from a distance and you can faintly hear him. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost better that way. You just see this like. Yeah, Chris Martin going in, going into business for himself. That's uh, that's what they call it there in the wrestling biz. Going into business for himself, mm-hmm. making mm-hmm. his own storyline. Okay, okay, uh, okay. Let let me ask you this. Okay. Um, you you currently are employed you're you're a resident uh, tattooist yeah i saw you write in your bio like tattooer yeah and i i, I wrote that Either down or. well i wrote that <laughs> down in the her. social media and i was like hold on i'm just taking this verbatim i'm like wait a minute it's probably tattooist right and I, I don't know but i'm like it's you doing it so i have to trust yeah. you so uh because you are a resident tattooist mm-hmm. you also have the ability and perk to tour around yeah. doing tattoos now What's that like? How how did that start? Like like you were you were doing tattoos at first, yeah, uh, locally, and then you were like, wow, I have a lot of requests to do tattoos. Well, like, um, what happened? The requests didn't really come in at first. I started touring because uh, some friends of mine who are tattooers, <laughs> tattoo artists uh, in Halifax, uh, invited me out to their shop, um, and I figured, hey, this is like. A really great opportunity for me to travel and see my buds and go to Halifax for the first time and maybe work uh, if I get business there. And it turned out that um, yeah, it was pretty successful. Yeah, business-wise, right? and uh, yeah, it was great. 
Uh, like, and I got to like pay for my trip as I went, um, uh, and I fell in love with that kind I of love, lifestyle. And it's like, yeah, uh, it's like glamorous, transient. Yeah. In a way, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, totally. <laughs> I, I don't know how to describe it. It's like, because like when you're on the road, like for music or something like that, you're like, Jesus Christ, I'm just grinding it out. You yeah. know, that kind of thing. But you're well, like, it's the same for tattooing. Is it? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of like sleeping on my friend's couches and eating at like the 7-Eleven. That's still glamorous. I mean. Nachos at 7-Eleven? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. 4 a.m. taquitos. Nice little big bite combo, you know? Little big bite combo. <laughs> 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 is that your other sponsor? Yeah. Uh, coming next week. Yeah. Using our podcast promo code 7-Eleven FAT. That's, uh, that's uh, coming that up. That gets you double cheese. Double cheese, bud. Double cheese. I, I don't doubt it. Because <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've looked. I'm, I'm down nine pounds, as I was just telling you yeah, guys off Yeah, congratulations. Down nine pounds as of January. I'm on keto. That's why I'm sipping this beer very gingerly, although it's delicious off the rail. We love you guys. Yeah. Um, you could, like, sip it and then spit it back out, right? Yeah. Like wine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is that what, uh, like, in a bucket? Yeah. What do they do with the bucket after? Drink it. Drink it, for sure, right? <laughs> they do not. Yeah, they, 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 la- they label it, and they're like, this is your bucket. This is what you spit out all day if you want it. You know, it's yours. Like, what? <laughs> I always thought that was a scam. Like you go to the like there's the Vancouver Wine uh, International Wine Festival mm-hmm. this weekend, and it's I've been to it before. And every every booth they're like, oh, I recommend you spit that one out. So I'm like, dude, this ticket was a hundred bucks. <laughs> there's no way I'm spitting any of this into that bucket. I'm like, let's go with the next three. And they're like. Take it easy, Steve. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no way, Jose. Sweet bear of mine. Yeah. I'm just pitching you amongst all these like really like high pollutant. Oh, yeah, pinkies up <laughs> people. Yeah. Dressing in a nice suit, you know, and yeah. like overstuffed plate of like crackers and cheese there. And walking <laughs> overstuffed. Around everything. I'm just like, uh, which cheese do I? It's I, I don't care. I'm just like, out. Yeah. Like, what kind of stuff do we drink with yeah. this? This ticket was a hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm getting my money's worth. <laughs> Complain about the ticket. It's I love that. Me. I love this. Yeah. No kidding. Uh, well, There's enough trashy people around there too. There's a, you can oh, see, yeah. you can pick them out. You're like, yeah, Your those, people. Those, those people are doing exactly the same <laughs> Seymour thing. Seymour just yeah. pointed to Saavedra. He's like, like this guy. <laughs> How dare you? He says, yeah. Uh, I, I was wondering, um, when your like couch, hopping mm-hmm. and stuff and stuff like that obviously it's like because you're financially on tour essentially like yeah. right so you're just building up your capital and value mm-hmm. did you find your value increased like in your rates but when you got back were you like this exotic commodity suddenly you're like uh, oh my well, goodness i determined my own rates which is kind of determined by um the people around me in vancouver and how other shops and how other tattooers kind of determine their rates so, so like the market dictates yeah. Essentially, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. kind of. Uh, but the demand for my work definitely ramped up quite a bit. Right. Uh, yeah. When I started touring quite a lot. Because I see you post stuff on social media occasionally where you're mm-hmm. like, uh, I'm taking bookings for the next uh, few weeks or whatever, or this month or this yeah. month coming up in the future. Um, email me if you have a design you want or something like that. Yeah. And then like... 15 minutes later you'll be like everything's booked okay later guys and i'm like what the fuck (laughs) like that's yeah i uh, I don't know i really don't know how that happened (laughs) like that's insane that that means people are like hovering their notifications all the time yeah all the time i think that's 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 a powerful thing that's pretty cool yeah that's awesome to see that success and how it's growing and Mm -hmm. you're just 
so you're, you're basically deciding when you want to go on out on tour is that like how that works yeah basically well now it's a bit more difficult because i want to work on my gallery practice a lot more which requires me to be in vancouver or at least in the same place for like a big swath of time for me to plan right. and make objects um you had a you had a uh gallery viewing just down the road from here at float house recently did i didn't we run into each other a couple months ago and you were like where are you going and i and i was like going to do the podcast and oh i was and going I, to my studio i think oh your studio maybe yeah wasn't which there is a, at, like, i met you in hastings uh, wait i ran into you on the last night of your last it was like an art show yeah, I but I guess so. you do these all the time. Yeah, so like which show, man? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm sorry. I uh, okay. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm like, I'm trying to be a part of your success. I'm like, I, I was there on the last day. Oh, no, dude. no, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I was there on the last. Yeah, day. I was there. I was there on the last day. No, you weren't. You ran into me on the way there. At least say it's you not the same. In the middle, you know, because yeah. maybe they won't be there. During yeah, that it's time it's not the same. <laughs> It was happening, and we ran into each other. That's that's it. That's the thing. That was the that story, happened. and I tried to make it. So yeah, you much tried more. to ramp up your involvement. Opening night, man. Open, I was there. Yeah, you were hosting. I was jerking the curtain. I was fucking. <laughs> oh, who's in there? Like trying to yeah, yeah. hosting? Yeah, I was hosting. Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, do art shows have hosts? Uh, uh not. Any <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> not that I know of. Nope. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I'm no. sure. I'm sure it could happen. What would that be? Because there's not like a stage. There'd just be a guy going around being I like, think oh, talking I... louder than everybody. <laughs> yeah. This piece over here is just fantastic. <laughs> that like an auction, or maybe like a a performance art piece would be that person hosting right and being obnoxious that's me the obnoxious <laughs> yeah yeah the perform you could propose a grant oh, how much do you think i could get for that mm, like 20 g's Ooh, like conservatively like 20 g's yeah about <laughs> chris martin says yeah. five in the background <laughs> says no nah, it's like a five grand project there's no way they're gonna give you 20 you get that big bike combo at 7-Eleven. That's right. At 7-Eleven fat, if you use our podcast promo code right now. Uh, I I got to ask, um, you you mentioned earlier that the market somewhat dictates the rates. Yeah. Um, who are some of the other artists in the city that you're you're looking at their work and saying, okay, I like that. I yeah. like what they're doing. I like their their rates make sense, that kind of thing. Like, like who... Uh, who, who, who fits well, that criteria? Well, like the shops, because usually for tattoo artists, the shop will determine the rate for all the artists as like an umbrella rate. Mm -hmm. um, and the usual rate right now is about between 180 to 190 an hour, mm -hmm. as far as I know. Um, and that's um, for like well-established downtown shops with artists that are sought, sought after. Right. Yeah. So... So the shop rate, is that um, in addition to the, the artist rate? No. No. That, so, that is the artist rate. Oh, it's all in. Yeah. I yeah. see. Okay. Sorry. I, I'm so that. unaware. No. Yeah. Know, if yeah. you need me to clarify anything, just Absolutely. let me know. Because this is something I'm so mired in. I just don't even know what, <laughs> what you don't know. That's, like, I, it's, it's funny because there's like, I'm, I'm trying to see if there's like, uh, like because perception wise, like, are you, are you um, tattooing like in a tattoo bubble essentially like are you like you're like i do this so often all the time and i'm so in there because like kind of i try not to like my best friends are not tattooers and also not um gallery artists and i mm. feel like i've curated that specifically so that i have a little bit of uh 
know-how as to how the real world is working right, right. every now and then. <laughs> the, the real world. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, although with tattooing, just like every day with my clients, I meet people from all swaths of life and I meet just all different kinds of people. And I, right. meet, I hang out with non-tattooers most of the time because I'm not really spending time with my coworkers. I'm spending time with my clients. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. And they're right? just regular people. Right. Yeah. I, I like how you said you curated that. That's yeah. good. So many people have these these lifestyles that they've created for themselves that mm -hmm. they're like i don't even know why i hang with these people and yeah it's they're like, just around me all the time all the time and you're <laughs> like what you're responsible for that like yeah you know, that's boring it it's it is boring mm -hmm. it is boring it having makes, it makes you boring right yeah not you specifically just like general no <laughs> you you're not boring what makes one boring <laughs> makes one i'm I'm, in, I'm actually really bad for that i, I try to uh save one okay i'll of, try that too but i'm always addressing yeah, you I'm know like, what yeah uh, you yeah you're dumb like no it'll be like this they'll be like you know how uh you know how if you did this you'd uh you do this and then say you beat your wife and you're like whoa 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 I, are you addressing <laughs> this to me yeah you're like whoa what what are you saying it's like you mean one if one would beat his his or her or <laughs> they're, they they're. their life i'm not beating wife <laughs> exactly exactly nice nice uh use of there by the way thanks for propping up my anytime my uh sensitivity <laughs> <laughs> trying to uh, try to get a like a on on the run uh graduate course here in uh sensitivity all right understanding i, I that's what i'm here for sensitivity no. training no yes 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 100 percent. but no but yes no <laughs> no I, I i was thinking um because your art style is uh it's rather unique I, I don't see, mm. I, I, I very rarely see stuff where I'm like, I'm like, oh, this looks like Nomi or, yeah. or someone, you know, like the, you have this very unique style. It, who, who do you find is like your, like, it's cliche. I don't want to be like, who's your inspiration? Who's yeah. your this? But like, what is your, like, who's, who's an artist you saw growing up and you were like, wow, I love their work. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, well, I started working the way I work, um, like my my style now, uh, like shortly after I got back from a trip to Europe where mm -hmm. I was studying for about five months um, and I was getting tattooed by all these other tattooers who were kind of testing the boundaries of what tattooing could be. Mm -hmm. And up until then, I hadn't really experienced that in person. I'd only seen it maybe a little bit online or maybe like here or there in magazines. Um, and being able to interact with these tattooers uh, in the flesh was really interesting and I kind of got like a feel of how they worked mm -hmm. and who they were as people and that was really interesting and I wanted to integrate that into my own practice. Um, so there's that. And there's, so it was like a feeling at first. Yeah, it was more of like a feeling. Yeah. Um, and it, it still kind of is because I don't really strive to be like another tattooer that I see or tattooers. I just kind of go for what feels good to me based off of like a whole swath of what I see going on in person or online or mm -hmm. like, I also kind of want to strive for a sense of like immediacy in my work. And how uh, do you, how do you define that? Like what is, what does that mean to you? A lot of it's like a lot of my tattooing is <laughs> improvised, which is a bit scary. <laughs> 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 so I kind of have like a base idea of what I want to do. And I kind of just, uh, build from there based on like kind of like how I feel about it. I love this. I yeah. love that. I love that you you have um, 
like like admitting this but like you're already aware of it obviously and that yeah. like people are already like all your clients are happy and satisfied but like the idea that like the it's really counterintuitive to like what you would assume the tattoo yes. process would be. That's what I was kind of referring to earlier with the bubble. Yeah. Is, is that like from my point of view, I'm like, oh, you must have like your months planned out. Yeah. And like all well, this, I, you I know. I kind of do. Like I'm very, I'm very type A, but. Uh, Are you? Yeah. When it comes to work. Yeah, when it comes to work. Yeah. Yeah. But when I'm working, I'm pretty like all over the place and chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> that is, okay, that, I find, okay, this is what I meant earlier when I was okay. like, you have a fascinating uh, structure to how you do things. I yeah. love this. Okay, please continue, please. Oh, uh, where was I? I don't know. Um, Wait, um, type A. Type A. And chaotic when you're working, but yeah. also we were saying, Michael. Uh, you're very calculated in your business work. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, I'm a really anxious and shy person, as you know. Um, and to quell that, I have to feel like very in control of my environment and very in control of my schedule and how I spend my time. Mm -hmm. But once I sit my client down and I'm tattooing, I can kind of let go of that and kind of just feel it out. I see. Okay. So it's, mm -hmm. it's more of a, uh, it's it's like a personal control, yeah. essentially. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just so even more fascinating to me because, like, part of like going on the road and doing your craft would mean yeah. setting up shop in areas you may have no idea oh, what they're yeah. like, right? Yeah. Isn't so that like, like completely counterintuitive, yeah, right? Yeah, like, it is. I mean, like when I do travel, it's kind of an exercise in relinquishing some of that control and just like taking that stick out of my ass and <laughs> being a human being for once. But, um, but I'm also like very much in control of my schedule when mm -hmm. I'm on the road and I'm very structured in how I schedule people when I'm on the road. Yeah. So, and that's where you, you, uh, gain that control from. Mm -hmm. I see. Okay. That's, uh, that's really brilliant though. There's nothing. Yeah. It's <laughs> that, yeah, that's, been something I've been working on. That's with awesome. A lot of trial and error. I like, I like also <laughs> that you can be uh, a personality with work and not mm -hmm. not in uh, other aspects of your life or, or something like that because like from my point of view i'm i'm just like i'm just one way like yeah. like i'm just, I'm like You're that's just, just this me is just you yeah that's what you get i should compartmentalize <laughs> what am i doing i didn't even know that was an option that you could like be different yeah. like that i should probably do that i should probably do well some... i mean if it doesn't work for you it doesn't work for you that's <laughs> i don't know you can't just go forcing it yeah. Then that's even more weird. What would yeah. that be like? I'd, I'd be like, guys, when I do podcasts now, I'm going to be a little serious, a little more serious, Put on your serious voice, introverted. Yeah. A little, a little less giving. NPR. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of dead air is what I want. I'm <laughs> like, like next week, this Ram brothers will be here. Uh, you guys are gone now. Yeah. You guys, <laughs> yeah, we cut the last show. Uh, you're kind of like Jim Rome, but no sports. Like you're just dead air all the time. It was it's just, really disappointing to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> it was awful. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that's good. Well, it means, hey, that means at least it's kind of good right now mm -hmm. in that scenario. Good good hypothetical. It's mm. good. That's, that's how I glean most of our compliments, just yes. through okay. hypothetical, like, oh, they must like it because uh, I made way it up. to feel good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because we made it up. That's good. Uh, I, actually, check this out. Um, I heard a quote today. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, what's that effect called? The uh, Dunning... Dunning, uh, hold on, let me look this up. All right. 
It's kind quick, of dumb. Quick, quick Google. Kind of dumb of me. I just looked it up. Oh, uh, Dunning-Kruger. The Dunning-Kruger effect. Do you I've know what this is? It, no. I didn't know about it until like two weeks ago, but it's been completely haunting all my thoughts. So <laughs> essentially, the, it was a study done that basically in principle shows that dumb people think they're smarter than they are. Oh, I heard and, a podcast that about that actually. Really? Yeah. Okay. And then like, and, and then smart people wildly underestimate their own intelligence. Yeah. Um, and then I read a quote today that kind of sums all that up that says, uh, it's a shame we live in a, at an era and time where the, where the ignorant are buoyed, 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 supported. supported. <laughs> There it is. You'll notice on the video, if you're watching this on video, uh, that I did not have it in front of me. So, <laughs> uh, it's a shame in this, uh, this era that the ignorant are supported by their confidence while those who dream and have vision uh, completely doubt their own. Like that kind of thing. I love that. I love is, that, is that a contemporary issue, though? I think that's kind of... Has it always been? That's always been like that. Do you think? Yeah. I base that off of nothing, but... <laughs> just, 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 just that that it feels that Tearing way. Tearing down yeah. the quote immediately. Ah, is this, uh, yeah. is this a modern issue? No, yeah. no, it's not. People are always dumb. I'm like, okay, yeah. and that's the. Uh, and they've always said they were smart. Yeah, and that's all the time we have today, folks. Use that podcast promo. Code. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, but like, I, I think there's something, somewhat, even though it's like awful in yeah. principle, there's something kind of beautiful about that. What? beauty do you find in that um i find i find it beautiful that uh the human spirit is so uh, unflappable at times oh, even, even and to, how right yeah yeah like <laughs> it, like in spite of itself yeah all the time i don't know i, I, I there's something because like it's that same feeling mm -hmm. the whatever the 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 negatives of this dunning kruger effect it the exact same feeling is what drove like Jonas Salk to like discover penicillin and yeah. like you know because like people are like oh you can't do it well no I have confidence I can do yeah, it yeah fuck you I'll do right. it right yeah so it's weird right like it's it's like but at the same time then you have things like the American election that's and, a doozy yeah right and like that's a that's a large chunk of that and that's probably why I just heard about it mm -hmm. recently but um I don't know I I was curious uh if the one thing I, okay, I'll say it. the one okay. thing I do know about the tattoo world yeah. is I had a conversation at a dinner once, um, across from this couple, it was one of these long table, like 40, 50 people show up to a dinner thing. Mm -hmm. And we had no idea who the other people at the table were. We just showed up in, in, uh, friendship and, uh, the people across from us were like, uh, ta tattooists, tattooers, yeah. <laughs> And, they were uh, tattoo artists. Tattoo artists. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, they they had uh, decided to like you know engage with us and, yeah. and back and forth. And we after we swap our jobs and like what we're doing, small talk, uh, we just started talking about tattoos. And I was like, I was like, so uh, I, this Did was you like expose your ignorance big time because <laughs> because I I was you know you know in Fight Club they talk about like disposable friends. Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. Like Chuck Palahniuk talks about these like friends that you only see once in a while, yeah. Or these people, you know, you just you, you know, got like half hour with them, and, right? Yeah, that's it, and right? Chow. Yeah. Well, well, excellent, excellent construction. But uh, I decided I was like, well, I'm probably never going to see these people again, so I'm yeah. just going to lay it all out. Yeah. So I was like, is there like tattoo feuds? Like, are there tattoo feuds? <laughs> like, 
Tattoos? Tafudes? Tafudes? Yeah. Gotta have the F in there. Yeah, Tafudes. And uh, and the guy's like, yeah. And I was like, really? And I, I was like, I was like, is he just like fucking around? Like taking the piss? Yeah. And he goes, no, no, no. Uh, it, it's true. He's like, uh, I hate kitchen scratchers. And I was like, what's that? Now, have you ever heard this term before oh, I go yeah. any farther? Yeah. You have. Well, I was a kitchen scratcher. <gasps> like, you know. This guy hated you. Back when I started tattooing. <laughs> I was more of like a living room scratcher, but I was definitely a scratcher. So he he put it like, he was like, I hate, I hate this. I hate this and this and this. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> For example. Yeah. Yeah. Now, mind you, this is at a dinner that, yeah. you know, he's like stuffing his face and in between bites spewing hate. Like, yeah. like he's like, and another Chicken thing. Bones yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Chicken bone of hate. <laughs> So I was kind of like, I, I always kind of thought it was like, oh, all tattoo artists probably get along and uh, oh, no. the end of the story. <laughs> well, that's like saying, like, do all musicians like get no, along? That's, that's well documented, though. I just think that's like, that's <laughs> yeah, pretty out there. That's, that's what true. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, I guess tattooing is kind of in an interesting place because it's like very much in the forefront of pop culture, yet still very shrouded in mystery mm-hmm. as to what the culture is like. Because I guess the only way you kind of get a glimpse into it is if you know a tattooer. Or tattooists, or um, right, maybe if you watch those TV shows, which we all know, or you listen very or indicative. watch a podcast with a tattooerist. Oh, tattooerist. <laughs> hey, hey, that's temporary tattooing. Ta- that's yeah. temporary yeah. tattooing. He says, <laughs> tattooerist. Yeah, tattooerist. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Like, unless you have like that direct access, yeah, to but- that knowledge. But like, yeah, there's there's a lot of contention within the tattoo community, I guess. Now, what does that industry. usually stem from? Is it is it like skill based? Is it like you you shouldn't mm. be doing these kind of tattoos? You're not good enough. Yeah, I guess. Ask Jim or John. Skill based or, or based on like your own taste that you're projecting on other people. Mm. Um, I think the biggest one that. Um, I've witnessed is like older tattooers versus the newer generation. <laughs> this guy's a bit older, by the yeah, way, in okay. the story. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. yeah. So the older folks versus the young kind of whippersnappers who don't know. He had painted how easy this. They have it. He had painted this. Im- yeah, like this image of like uh, these <clears throat> kitchen scratchers come in, and they just completely ruin the whole industry. Like, like you, you know how unsafe it is. Do you know how terribly unsafe? You want to describe what that is, by the way. Oh, we should explain what it is. Can you, for the folks at home, explain? Okay, like well, a, a kitchen scratcher. A colloquial explanation. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so it's typically somebody who works out of their own house um, in their kitchen uh, doing poorly done tattoos. There you go. Yeah. But like. Or it could be a pejorative term for a new tattooer. <gasps> so you could just call them that. You can just call someone a kitchen scratcher and it's get just your, like, ouch, my feelings. Yeah, get your kitchen scratch <laughs> work out of here. Like yeah, that? Yeah. So in the midst of a tattoo argument, a t- argument. Which would go down on Instagram, probably. Oh, an yeah. IG. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. That's We're the... all modern <laughs> arguments. Too. It's yeah. lit. That's it's the lit. forum for tattooers. It's lit AF. <laughs> Flame emoji. Yeah. It makes sense, though. Okay. It's true. It's, yeah. it's in every industry, like even with, uh, like in glass blowing, because There's our man. Glass blowing arguments? I, I like to say at work, it's called <laughs> Glass Beefs 2016. Glass like, Beef. I was like, hey, man, you made that bong. That's, that's the way I make a bong. And it's like, you stole it's a my bong. bong thing. Yeah. It, it does the same thing. Like, and you put opals in it. And they're like, yeah, but that's the way I make bongs. That's my and that's, that's my thing. And I'm technique. like, it's a Sorry. bong. Sorry. Was Slow that down. Was that Wolf just now? 
No, that's that's the way Wolf always tells oh. me these stories. Wolf. <laughs> well, guys, you know, there's something about Twitter beef you don't know. It's about glass. He's like, wow. this guy called him up and he said, that, that's my carb cap style. And I'm just like, amazing. who cares? <laughs> oh, biting styles. That happens in music all the time. Yeah. People bite styles. Yo, you sound like so-and-so. You sound like so-and-so. And yeah. now, now it's like a whole... Uh, it's so widespread, no one calls anyone on it. Yeah, do you think it's that's because it's like so postmodern and everything mm-hmm. is so shared right now and genres aren't like really a thing anymore? That's right. Because even like, even sexuality is yeah. kind of just like... It's just this miasma of what the fuck? What was that word you just used? Miasma. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> miasma. <laughs> Man, I, f- I feel smarter. <laughs> <laughs> You actually do, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, stop judging. You can see it in his face. <laughs> we'll be hearing that word on yeah. the show for the next, like, eight weeks. Looks like a miasma. I know it's not. I've just already... That word. You gotta look it up. Yeah. <laughs> First, yeah. I'm gonna use it way out of context a couple times. That's hilarious. We'll call yeah. him the miasma Chris yeah. Martin next week. The <laughs> miasma. doesn't even make sense. What? <laughs> hilarious. I try to usually go alliteration in the uh, intros, and uh, mm. that's why corpulent. I'm gonna yeah. look that up right now. Corpulent. Uh, I think it means rotund. Corpulent. Let's look that up. All right. Corpulent. So I'd be calling him rotund. I don't know. It was just the first <laughs> word that came up with a C, and I was like, okay, here we go. Uh, corpulent, uh, so an it- adjective of fat. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Sorry. Sorry, bud. All right. Didn't mean to say that to you. Uh, yeah. Synonyms fat, obese, overweight, plump, poorly, <laughs> portly, stout. Okay. Well, Seamart has a very slim figure. He's so. very slim. We, so it was ironic. We covered a couple weeks ago that he, he wears almost exclusively skinny jeans. And I said, aren't all jeans you wear skinny jeans? <laughs> and uh, no. Apparently he has massive calves. 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 Oh. Calves. Calves. And he can't uh, can't take off his pants occasionally. Aww. That's a fact. That's a fact. And I've been since then. I've been receiving uh, photos oh, from no. people that listen to the show, um, showing me like their their pants and their calf, their calves, and being like, "Yeah, I have tight calves too." And when I wear dress pants, I'm like, "That's what a strange thing you've started." Real. <laughs> Silly. It's tough out there, man. It's tough out there. It's hard out there for a pimp. I know. I know how you get down. I know. Didn't say that. You use those words. You said. <laughs> uh, I I have uh, more questions. Okay. Because let's hear them. I think this show is based on questions, okay. so I'm going to continue. Um, do you uh, do you think that vulnerability plays a role in your art? Do you think uh, in my tattoo work or in, in my painting? Or? Well, you do visual art. Yeah. Like you do like. Of course you do visual art, but I mean, I mean, you do like, like 3d kind of, yeah, I don't know how to explain well, what I'm saying. I, I don't possess. Yeah. That's the, a very multifaceted the, question. The class. Uh, yeah. Let me think. Uh, short I, answer. Yes. Yes. Yes, it does. Okay. I mean, when I'm tattooing somebody, I'm putting them in a very vulnerable position. Mm-hmm. Um, like they're in pain often in, at the hands of a stranger. Uh, and they have to kind of keep it together enough for me to do my job and I have to comfort them as well and kind of be part cheerleader, part therapist sometimes. I relate to this. Yeah, to yeah. guide someone through yeah. that process. I relate to that completely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I guess 
I'm a little bit vulnerable in that um, I'm sharing my space with somebody and I'm super anxious and it's not really my ideal situation, but it's what I have to do to get my job done. I just, I, I'm still <laughs> so fascinated by the idea that, that you are like self-admittedly like anxious, like, like yeah. this anxiety and like, like you're shy, mm-hmm. but then you're like, but I'm going to go on the road, yeah. go into these areas. I don't know anything where, where anyone, and I'm just going to like permanently mark people. Yeah, well, you know. I think I'm anxious, and I also like to seek anxiety as well. I think it's a really good teacher. I like this. Feeling. Yeah, I yeah. like that. Yeah. I like I, I think that's like important to be layered like yeah. that, especially in this industry. Mm-hmm. I think there's, like, when you see one dimensional people like yeah. art, one one dimensional art, art and stuff like that, it's very. Obvious. It's one dimensional. Yeah. yeah, like it's very it's very obvious in that. But yeah. like if it really reflects the person, like it's multi layered like you are, mm-hmm. I think that's that's very important for longevity. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Do you and yeah, like do do you think in terms of the future, like longevity, like how how long you, you wanna you wanna do this? Like to obviously keep it's tattooing? A, yeah, like it's a life. Ideally I would like to keep tattooing until my hands fall off. Right. Until I'm like physically incapable of tattooing. I sure. really love it. It's it's been really good for me and really good to me. Like it's how I put myself through college. I'm sure all your <laughs> followers are probably like, yes, please don't. Yeah, please keep doing that. Don't way. stop. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and it's really uh, helped me become a better person and a more multifaceted person because I I get to meet all these people and it really has helped me kind of break my misconceptions about how people mm-hmm. are well where are you from where, where are you are you from vancouver uh i grew up in vancouver but i was born in toronto born in toronto yeah. so i'm from ontario too what part of ontario northwestern ontario oh, what city oh just the just the uh just let me let you know right now um just from the land of progressive thought mm. kenora ontario Okay. Husky the musky. If you right haven't on. looked that up, but don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, like basically. Kenora, you didn't say it. I didn't say Kenora. Oh, sorry, Kenora. It's okay. Kenora, Ontario. It's northwestern Ontario. It's like two hours east of Winnipeg. Okay. So right on the border there. But, uh, and uh, this is my ride coming here actually, talking about Kenora. Cool. Um, the, uh, the, when was, like, you were born in Toronto. Yeah. But did you live, like, downtown Toronto? Yeah. Uh, really? Of, yeah. Uh, That's so rare yeah. <laughs> to meet someone um, like... <laughs> my mom had a bookstore that, for a while, was, like, in or around Kensington Market. Wow. So, like, right in the thick. Yeah. Okay. Which is, like, old Toronto, too. Like, back when it was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you've always had, like, an exposure to, like, many walks of life people people yeah yeah well yeah i mean my parents too they were like hippies and they were radicals and they always invited people like that into our home mm. people like that that people wasn't supposed like- to have that kind of stank on it <laughs> Jeez. people like that people like that you know undesirables yeah, yeah exactly. well my mom would yeah. always like bring me to protests and stuff so wow from was, a young age yeah so it's always been a part of my life being with like a mix of people i remember uh this is like weird, but I, I remember being at a, um, a, a rally. Yeah. My father was a, a vice president of a union. Holy shit. A large one. And uh, it was like very encompassing in yeah. his life. And uh, I remember I was quite young. 
I don't even know. I must have been like four or five, if yeah. that. But I remember walking around, and it was such a vivid experience that, like, I still remember. Like, I remember not being able to hold up the sign because it was mm-hmm. too big. And then I also remember, Aww. like, the chance. What an image. I know. <laughs> Just to put you in, give you an idea of what this was, it mm-hmm. was, like, uh, a protest against GST. Holy shit. Do you do you remember any of this? Vaguely. I'm only I'm a couple, I'm a couple of years older than you. Yeah, just a couple. Yeah, right? So it was like maybe the beginning of the 90s or something mm-hmm. like that. And uh, the chant was, uh, no GST, no GST, axe the tax, axe the tax. And then repeating, yeah. no GST, no oh, GST. It's really imprinted on and that you. was the day you decided, I'm going to be really into hip hop. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, <laughs> I love grunge. Yeah, stick yeah. <laughs> beat. Tax the tax. Yeah, like, this Bucks. sounds good. Yeah, that's a nice drop to this. Yeah, right. It's just like I'm a producer, like J Rock. Yes. That sounded pretty cool. <laughs> Scratching. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm a producer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fast forward. That started me on the path. Yeah. Like I don't know, but I. Did you attend this rally that just happened a couple weeks ago? This like the anti women's the women's march. Yeah. Uh, I didn't go to that one specifically because I was with my dad. Mm. Um, but yeah, I went to quite a few Black Lives Matter walks or protests or mm-hmm. rallies back when that was going on. What do you think about in Toronto right now, especially because you're you were born there? Ooh, hometown connection. Here we go. It was just going to be an opinion piece, but now mm. I got ooh ooh. Hometown connection. It's just going to be an opinion, but now I, now I got you lured in. Uh, what do you think about Black Lives Matter? Mm-hmm. Um, requesting that the Pride Parade eliminate the police presence and the, their like floats and whatnot yeah. in the parade. What do you feel about that? I don't know. It's pretty tough. Mm. Um, I think it's kind of a good thing. Um, I don't really see the benefit of the police being a presence in the Pride Parade. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the police kind of, as an institution, really antagonizes a lot of people who the Pride Parade should be representing. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is like every everyone. Yeah, like queer folks and folks of color and right. a lot of different marginalized people who intersect with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think maybe if the police wanted to be involved with the pride parade they could i don't know kind of (laughs) protect it protect it yeah yeah yeah. no i mean if you could just fix the world here in 20 words or less that'd be great oh man just offer a tweet yeah 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 no i don't know i don't have the answers i uh i felt kind of weird at first when i heard i'll be honest like first Mm -hmm. time i heard it i was like because like 30 40 years ago they were probably turning like the hoses on them and like not you know barring large gatherings of, of uh, the, the LG. Well, I think uh, like a good relationship between the police and a community is like much needed, but I don't think like I haven't seen any efforts on behalf of like the police force as an institution <clears throat> to really bridge that gap. Yeah. No, all. I agree with that. We're not really there. Yeah. 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 No, I, I agree. I agree with that. But like even, I mean, it's, it's hard to do this because like the farther, away from that initial event, the, mm-hmm. the wider the brush becomes and we start painting people like that. But like, it, we've talked a little bit about this before on the show, but if it feels like there needs to be a significant change from within the ranks. Like, yeah. like uh, you hear like the adage like, oh, uh, 
you hear about the bad cops, but you never hear about the good ones. Mm -hmm. But it's like, if there's good ones protecting the bad ones, then there are, yeah, yeah, then there are no good cops. It's you know? really hard for me to talk about this too because my my boyfriend's family they're police officers. Oh, and, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, and they're okay. all like genuinely good people. Yeah. And a lot of the groups that um, I'm affiliated with politically or like otherwise they do not take kindly to police officers. So I I'm see, kind yeah. of like kind of stuck in the middle here. It's weird because you know at the same time people always say like, well, who are you gonna call if uh, the if your house gets broken into or something, yeah, who do you call? And you're like, well, call the police and so make a police report. Nothing ever comes of it. Yeah. The end. Like, it's mostly for insurance purposes, right? Yeah. You're just like, okay, you call it's it. It's gotta in. like, yeah, right. Take a- They're very rarely around during like an actual moment of crisis. Like, mm-hmm. if you're being attacked and you're like, help, police. How often is like a police woman, woman, man, police they person? Person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how often are they? Uh, within like earshot of that, almost never. It almost yeah. never happens. So, well, and there's also I like increasing reports of people like trying to go to the police for, for example, if they were assaulted and like they don't really get any help. Either. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, it's in any kind Especially of assault, if right? Women. Yeah. Yeah, I think that is systemic of mm-hmm. this issue where there's people, like we were saying, for example, if there was like a headstrong change the force and the world kind of police yeah. officer that's like i'm gonna go he goes through that boot would camp. give me a little bit of hope right yeah he goes through boot camp but day one they partner him with a guy who's been there 17 years and he's like listen kid you don't do it like this mm-hmm. it, it, it doesn't work like that yeah. not only that but if you ever wrap me out i have all the keys to yeah. the city <laughs> yeah. you're just like jesus so like obviously the kids you know <laughs> like that that person from day one will never ever be able to Mm-hmm. Um, change the system, so to speak. Yeah. You know, you can only do these like marginal acts. Like, like sometimes you see on social media, like a, a an officer will do like, um, oh, like uh, oh, they stopped for lemonade at a I'm lemonade like, oh, look, stand. They're like us too. Yeah, just like us. <laughs> they eat ice cream yeah. and drink lemonade. And then the next clip will be like, oh, uh, officer beats the hell out of uh, an innocent bystander for filming. An arrest. Yeah. Completely lawfully. They got maced. They got maced. Four times. Yeah. Four times. Like, why? And you're like, wait, what's going on? What happened? And then you're like, oh, we're doing an internal investigation. And then they're like, oh, they've been suspended with pay for eight weeks. Yeah. And it's like, what comes of that? What there, there needs to be something that destroys this like thin blue line, you know? But I mean, where would that change come from? Like, it's got to be from within. Do we, the people who are not police officers, mm-hmm. like have to shout loud enough for them to make that happen, or like, how do you? I don't know. I, I recently inspire that within that system. That's not. It's it's difficult. It's difficult. It's very difficult yeah. because I feel like on some level, on some, some, on some level historically the only way major changes ever happen is with extreme violence yeah that's that's a very sad that's point of history that's the way of humanity but that is that's come, some of that unflappable spirit we were discussing yeah. earlier yeah it kind of doesn't really generate otherwise like mm-hmm. you need to have like this threat unfortunately yeah but you know i recently got in uh involved in an online altercation Oh, let's hear oh, about it. Oh, it's lit. Sake. It's lit. <laughs> Flame emoji. Oh, God. Yeah. Episode 120. This yeah. is the 120th week. In a row yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. an argument with somebody I, online. I'm just saying, like, they they were, they were of the mind state that, like, it's okay to be violent 
um, and to restrict people's free speech at this like thing. And I'm, I'm like, violence should never be the way. Like we should be able to democratically decide our values with uh, communication. Ideally, yes. Ideally. But that's not really how it works. Right. So, I mean, I'm also on the other side of that though, where I'm like, I recognize historically that it's never been that way. It's never yeah. been that. You I mean, have that's to make kind a stand. of that whole like punch a Nazi argument too, right? Right. Like, now how, is that you? I don't know. Like I can't. Like I'm not. Who the fuck could defend a Nazi? Obviously, no one's yeah. going to do that. I just don't know if you should be punching people because how, what happens? It's such a slippery slope for mm-hmm. people to be like punch a Nazi, and then you punch a kid, or some you punch a person that has no affiliation to any of those groups, mm-hmm. but because other people said they did. Do you know what I'm, yeah. saying, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it suddenly, and we're, we're standing behind it. Like it's okay because it's a meme for two weeks and then the internet mm-hmm. forgets like, and, but this, meanwhile, this person has to deal with being assaulted. Yeah. I don't know. know. Got to break a few eggs. No, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> the, the guy, yeah. the guy, <laughs> the guy in question, the guy in question, he definitely is putting himself in positions you have a like, punchable face. Yeah, like he. Yeah. Like, I'm not. I'm not fists. saying. I'm not saying he's not. You I know, might a not volunteer person. to punch him because I'm not yeah. a punchy person. But if somebody yeah. did, I'd be like. Mm. Yeah. I just. <laughs> I, I, I have a hard time not. I'm just saying <laughs> that that guy. No. I like, just have a hard time advocating for violence outside the octagon. Who That's it. With? You're not on mic. What are you gonna say? I said who? So Cmart says who? Who is this altercation with? Oh, the online thing. That doesn't matter. Okay. That doesn't, past that. doesn't matter. We've moved to different, different conversations. Flame now. emoji. It's lit <laughs> AF. Don't worry. Don't worry about that. See how dumb that sounds when people talk online, the way they talk in real life. Are you like, it's lit AF. It's lit AF. Flame emoji. And you're like, that's fucking dumb. That's that sounds dumb. It sounds dumb. I've used it. IRL. It's been fine. In real life. Yeah, what? That's what I meant when I said IRL. I was watching what's her name from uh, Stranger Things. What's her name? Millie, uh, Millie, Billy, Vanilli, Killy, whatever the fuck. Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. Michael Savedra, <laughs> excellent source of knowledge. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown. Uh, she plays Eleven in Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. I was watching her talk to Stephen Colbert, dropping all those, except they don't ironically do it. Like her, like her age group just talks like that. Like, yeah. Are they millennials or are they like post millennials? What do you, what would you, what do you call that? Because Seymour brought up a couple, like a month, a couple months ago on the show, he said that a millennial is like since 2000, right? No. What do you say? It's like eighties. Like eighties. He says like eighties, like late seventies, late seventies. So who are these kids that are born after nine 11? Still the same. That can't be. That can't be because. I have older There's siblings. There's a long gap between each of these generations. <laughs> it's possible. I mean, when they talk it's about possible. baby boomers, those people were in like 50s, for Christ's sake. Like, Ancient. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Old. Yeah. Real old. Old wow. AF. <laughs> old AF. Old emoji. Yeah. Well, I don't know what that Raisin. looks like. Raisin? Always. <laughs> 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 Fuck it. Uh, yeah, like, I don't know. I was listening to her talk, but she was saying things like, like saying RT... As retweet, huh. like you say something, like Nomi, Nomi says something, and then I agree with with the statement. So I RT'd it, and I, yeah, and yeah. I just say RT, and you go, I know, right? Like that's IKR. Yeah, I I IKR, right? <laughs> RT IKR. That just I don't know. Is that the de-evolution of our society? No, I mean you guys contract 
your words <laughs> often. All the time. Yeah, and you love your acronyms. Totes. Yeah. <laughs> like that, totes? Fuck. Yeah, no, We're it's just, just old now. Yeah, I was mad at That's myself. It, it just, it, yeah, it's you're just, just old. People getting older. Yeah, it's We're just, just, all getting, that just getting old. That's just how people communicate. How? We'll be saying shit's lit as fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they still say it's lit AF, flame emoji. <laughs> And they're like, 45! Hi, Grandpa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus. Well, that's funny, because, like... Um, There's a whole South Park episode. I'm, like, 31. <laughs> I'm 31, mm -hmm. and I remember thinking, like, in when I was, like, 14, I remember being, like, 31 is, like, you are fucking... You are who you are, mm -hmm. and that is the... That is the beginning and end of your life. Like yeah. you know exactly. You are so old. Yeah, there's there's nothing you can do to change your circumstances. And now I'm 31. and I'm like, Jesus Christ! I hope there's a way I can change, change my, my circumstances. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got another 10 years tops. Yeah, I'm like, geez, I hope for a fact. Yeah. You know, and that's why I've been on this health kick. Have you ever done any kind of health thing? health stuff? Uh, yeah, I kind of dabble here and there. I've never really committed to anything specifically. I'm actually back on the Alpha Brain wagon. Are you? Yeah. They sell After Alpha Brain here at Float House. What? What? Yeah. They sell Alpha Brain here. Sorry, it's I don't commit to a damn thing. So yeah. I don't know what that means. I can commit to taking a vitamin a day, and that's yeah. what Alpha Brain vitamin. is. Vitamin? Yeah. It's like vitamin. a, it's a vitamin. It increases the productivity of the mind. Yeah. It's supposed to help you with memory. It? Yeah. Oh. It's been clinically tested. Uh, it has its detractors, for sure. Yeah. Mr. Rogan uh, is the co-owner <laughs> of the company. Just to throw oh, that out there. Oh, is yeah. that right? Mm -hmm. Is that mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. What is it? 5-HB? 5-HTP. 5-HTP? If, I'm sure if you Google an, a Rogan episode right now, he probably explains every fucking episode for 20 minutes. You can yeah. go yeah. check probably it out. Probably his float house ad is for his little pills. <laughs> yeah, and then some. The and the then some. I didn't know you took Alpha Brain, though. Yeah, did, did I, like did, it though? I did when I was in school, and I feel like it had uh, a bit of a kick to it. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, if I was working really hard, it kind of helped me stay focused. All right. Uh, I think Is it the, like an upper? Like that? No, it's not uh, like a like a. It's a, not a noticeable buzz. No, right? Okay. Not at all. I've never tried it. Make I have your no like idea. pee kind of funny, or that's about it. Really? Yeah. Um, it's a urine discretionary product. Yeah. Okay. Like vitamin B. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I see. Um, but yeah, I was taking it in school. Um, I think the consensus last time I checked in, uh, very briefly, was that uh, if you are working your really hard and kind of um, <sighs> exacerbating yourself. Right. Um, that's when it's kind of useful, but otherwise you may as well not. Right, not like it. day to day. No. Like, but like when you really need it. Yeah. Do you have to take it ahead of time to get have the, the uh, effect? Effects. Like, yeah, like do you have to? Uh, yeah, like about an hour or so. Like I oh, take... so you? it's not like you have to load up 48 hours beforehand. No, and, no. Because I'm thinking like it's the brain, right? Like. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a while to get there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just take I take one in the morning, and it kind of helps me uh, interact with people. But you notice the difference. <laughs> I also don't drink coffee, so <clears throat> yeah. I don't drink coffee either. Yeah. Never drink coffee. Do you drink coffee, Mike? Every damn day. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I've never I've never drank coffee in my life. I've well, had really? a, I've had a sip, and I did not like it. And, Interesting. Uh, I'm very picky though, so. Yeah. I don't know if that's been explained. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I don't like it though. Well, yeah, well, I just stopped like a couple of weeks ago because it was making me super anxious, and I just haven't really gone back into it. You're just con- I've, I've had problems before, like yeah, where, like yeah, there'll yeah. be there'll be weeks where like I need to just like take a week or two off of it. But when you get back into it and you get that first coffee, you're you feel like you're on meth. I <laughs> it's, it's it's great. Like the buzz though has never been like as noticeable for me. I think with mm-hmm. coffee and like caffeine, unless it's like some kind of outrageous like i'm just like well i'm gonna have like a five shot latte right now and then i'm like yeah, yeah. but uh like i don't i don't really feel it like for me i just i love the taste of it and in the oh, okay. morning like i just enjoy having like a warm drink yeah i, I don't mind if it's, tea well, it's like a ritual or coffee. thing right like, for me it's either or like i'm gonna have a tea or a coffee but i need that morning beverage i'm yeah. gonna i'm going to ig boomerang that effect he just had of like his <laughs> like because <laughs> it does happen like uh, yeah. good thank you it is a, it is a savage feeling when you do have a lot of caffeine yeah. at once yeah i uh i had a i had a pop on saturday for the first time in like forever yeah and uh, i yeah a soda root beer root beer and it was caffeine free and i still felt the sugar buzz oh, and i was yeah. like whoa i was like actually and tingly Jack or what yeah yep yes yep nice and w root beer is so much energy right phenomenal. now phenomenal yeah so good. yeah and then like 20 <laughs> minutes later i was like just gonna catch a nap yeah you guys are okay with that <laughs> yeah I'm like totally down yeah i had i have uh i've uh been struggling with willpower to do things properly that's it like i i have a very regimented way to do things and mm-hmm. then i have like the uh this like loose loose goose loose goose kind of method yeah. of doing it and i i just uh i've been trying really hard to succeed so that being said sometimes do you find, what, like, I do just you find want... it hard to stick to a routine me yeah i am probably like like you brought up like type a yeah like i am like I don't know. I, I'm so I'm probably clinically undiagnosed as like in like I don't know how to explain this, but I basically if if it's not the way I do it, yeah, that it's just it's you it may not so as you're well a control be done. Freak? I'm probably like an insane control freak. Okay. Yeah, but probably. <laughs> 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 says probably question mark. <laughs> well, I. I it's i'm trying to be self-aware to be like okay look i'm i know that uh i i can be uh, difficult to work with mm. sometimes and i know that uh some sometimes that same characteristic is like what makes people want to work with you you know yeah that's and that's just me trying to find a balance between those those pieces but uh yeah i don't know i guess i'm I've been thinking a lot since you said this uh, like about 45 minutes ago or so yeah. about like being one way at work and one way at, when you're amongst friends and stuff like that. Yeah. I really am just like one, <laughs> one, one person. One type. Yeah. I should probably change this up. I could follow. Well, well, if you try it, I don't know. You know like, it might work. It might not you're work. You're successful. I'm trying to model well, myself. It's going be super weird about it yeah what also, does that mean show up one day guys success works for me and for the way i work it might not work for you and it might not feel right for you <laughs> they're like why are you so different lately well i had a conversation with nomi chi she's, she's put me on to splitting my personality yeah in compartmentalizing a way, compartmentalizing who i am and this is who i am when i play video games i'm I'm loose. I'm this guy. I'm, I'm, I just I'm, don't have a care in the world. Yeah, I'm hang 10. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Make a surfboard sign. 
that kind of thing. Uh, okay, sometimes I go home from podcasts and I go, fuck, why didn't I ask the guest this? Yeah. Damn it, happens all the time. Why don't you write things down? That would we should really have show notes. It's the thing we got to do. How do you guys at. know? The thing we I don't do. have show notes that I constantly review six days before every I'm day. I'm going to tell everybody right now, he does not. There's zero papers in front of him. That's right. He looks at Google once in a while, but that's... Seymour <laughs> just threw it to the camera. It's, it's Look, you see, a, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. Look there's nothing it. there. Look at it. But like, that's not because uh, I'm not prepared. That's because I no, come in here. I come in I'm here. Saying, there's no show notes. I come in here. I'm very well prepared. I, I heard well, you, a want, you want it to be like fluid and organic right. as well. You can't just keep checking a paper. And that's right. Like, Next question. Well, that's right. He doesn't need to write questions down. This, you know. Yeah, except yeah. for when he forgets them. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I, <laughs> can I ask you a question? Yeah. You have several <laughs> uh, pieces of art on your body. A you, few. A few. Yeah. Um, which I think obviously comes with the territory makes mm -hmm. sense um but you also have your is a septum pierced yeah. is that what that is yeah um and you have your tongue split yeah i do that now <laughs> you are the only person i know who has their tongue split but okay. apparently it is more common than i thought yeah it's not really yeah. apparent right up front exactly yeah i would like to know can you just tell us really quick how what that process what is? was that like like because uh, the idea that I'm, i have a tongue and yeah. I'm going to like cut it in half. Cut it. <laughs> it's just like, I'm like, I, I don't know. Did I like, was I being punished? Like that kind of yeah. thing, you know, it sounds like, well, a... I had the idea when I was, I think like 14 or 15 and I saw it in this like crazy, uh, like underground body modification magazine. And I told myself I still wanted it when I was 25 that I'd get it. Um, wow. so I turned 23 or 24 and I thought you may as well. It's been long enough time. Uh, oh my god yeah so i went to this person in who's working in bellingham uh at the suggestion of my ex-boss who is a really well-renowned piercer um and the way this guy does it is he puts um like uh anesthetic in two sides of the tongue and down the middle with a needle and right. that was probably the worst part for me because i don't really like needles and i also needles don't like in the tongue yeah needles in my mouth and Stuff. Yeah, it's bad. I don't know anyone that does. Yeah, That's okay. That's not okay. my thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. can't wait. Mm, no, the game. do. Yeah. And then he made the cut, which I didn't feel at all. Um, and so then, he's just like a like a scalpel. With a scalpel. Scalpel, yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, and then he stitched uh, both the sides up so that they don't fuse back together. And then he just sent me home like that. And I had to. Um, eat smoothies for a couple of days what? and i think i'm not sure if you guys remember but i remember coming to like a halloween party or something shortly after this happened and i couldn't really talk oh i it was you know pretty what? funny i do yes <laughs> yeah i do remember this now yeah yeah yeah, yeah. wow so yeah. like did, wow. like what did, what did they give you this did they give you anything for afterwards like how bad is like the pain it's pretty bad pretty yeah i yeah. imagine like yeah, any once, like once your nerves you're wake sleeping, up, like is that's it, what yeah. I would think. Like, yeah. something when you're not like really thinking about it. I remember it, like, the first oh, night. Shit. Like, <laughs> the first night I was trying to sleep, and you're supposed to sleep with your head propped up just for circulation. Yeah. And I was like crying because I was so uncomfortable, and I like tried to eat something earlier on, and I couldn't. I was just like, oh my so god, right now. But it was fine. It heals in about about a week when they take the sutures out. That's 
That's not bad. I That's thought, not bad. I thought it would be way more yeah. longer than that. Pretty, pretty the, the tongue, yeah. yeah. The tongue heals, like, so quickly, right? Yeah. That's like why. When you, when you bite your tongue, to... and it's healed pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. Damn, though. Yeah. Damn. So even the stitches after must have been just hell. Yeah. Well, actually, the uh, numbing wore off kind of partway through him <laughs> doing the sutures. So it felt like... Did you have to do that again? No, it just felt really painful. Oh, my God. You just had to roll with it? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking saw episode or yeah. something like that. Jesus. <laughs> but uh, maybe we could get you on camera just to show people. Just if you show people like real that quick. One? Yeah, this one right here. Oh, look at that, folks. That's and rad. it's actually healed um, like maybe a third of the way. And I do have the option of going back and getting it re-split. <laughs> but I'm not sure if I want to do that anytime soon. I, I, I can't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Give it a little thinky. Yeah. I, I will say this: all your effort and pain was worth it because I think so too. it looks fucking cool. Yeah, it, looks, it is cool. It does look really rad. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's dope. But yeah. like, uh, yeah, I don't know if I'd do it. <laughs> I don't know if I'd do it. Well, myself. obviously, you're not going to get it. Done. I might do it. How dare no. you? How dare you take this from yeah. me? That I bet I, you can't. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> on camera, now I have to do it. Yeah. See, that's my personality. I'm like, well, now I have to. <laughs> yeah. Is that a challenge? Okay, now I guess I have to. Yeah, <laughs> on camera. On camera yeah. too. Yeah, great. Great. This is the best live episode we've ever had. <laughs> yeah, easily, <laughs> easily. <Yeah. laughs> Dude, if they, if we had an episode where I got my tongue split live, it would just first of all, it would emasculate me to the fullest extent. I just, <laughs> I just be a sh like a like just a shred shredded human well, and it would show how husk. big of an asshole i am because i'd be laughing like, <laughs> the entire time like, don't stop laughing i'm like can't can't do that you're too funny right now <laughs> jesus christ uh nobichi you are phenomenal thank you we love you you're a friend of the show always have been and always will be now officially um i would like to ask you if people want to follow you or they want to maybe uh, seek you out for Harass the you for booking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seek you out for the twelve minutes online that you're ever available for, for online booking. Yeah. Um, if people yeah. actually are or want to do that, how can they go ahead and look, look you up? No, no, no. They, they're not allowed no. to look at the art. This is only <laughs> for only. booking. Yeah. yeah. Now, nah, okay. if people want to see your your art pieces and uh, how to how to find you online, well, how do they do that? My website I keep updated regularly, and it's www.nomi-chi.com. Yep. And on that website, there's an FAQ for appointments, and you can sign up for my newsletter. There's a link in the FAQ. I love how personable in Nomi it is. Actually, it's so good. It's like please, uh, please refrain from doing this. Yeah, please yeah. don't. <laughs> yeah. Do this. Please don't do this. And Thank you. But thank you. And yeah, it's just so polite. But yeah, like I could tell I'm like, oh, you wrote this. You wrote yeah. your own FAQ, which was great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and on social media, my Instagram is uh, lizard milk. So that's lizard. <laughs> did two, you just change it to that? Two recently? underscores and milk. Yes, I did. Yeah, you did, right? Yeah. Lizard milk. Sorry, lizard L-I-Z-A-R-D underscore. Two underscores. Two underscores. And milk. I'm also in the underscore club md underscore boomsday yeah y'all it's a good uh, punctuation mark yep people are like what's an underscore i'm like i already don't want you to follow me i already don't don't <laughs> need you yeah don't need you don't worry about it uh so mr savedra how can people follow you if they want to do so online <clears throat> i don't have underscores you can just follow me at the savedra It'd be great how do you spell savedra <laughs> s double a v e d r a i wouldn't have guessed that oh yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> he's like 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 it sounds it doesn't sound like that it doesn't sound <laughs> like s <laughs> yet yeah, probably four a's or hey. something 
There's the right, amu- right amount of A's. I wish C-Mart had a Twitter. I would read oh, that. Oh, God. If, first of all, <laughs> he's not on mic, so you have to yell this pretty loud. But uh, C-Mart, uh, if people want to follow you online, how can they do so? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> not a thing. Not a thing, he says. And so for 120th episode, we continue knowing that it's not a thing. But if you did want to follow anything, you probably follow Boomsday underscore Alliance. That's a good one on, on the IG. Mm-hmm. Flame emoji, it's lit AF. Just so you guys... Red 100 emoji. Yep. Red 100 emoji? Nice. Yeah. That's a good nice. One. Yeah. That's a good... It's pretty fire. Yep. It's pretty fire indeed. It's okay. lit. It's lit. Uh, oh my God. Cool. Thanks for having me. It's hey. Fun. We really appreciate you coming down here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was such a long journey. Way. It was such a long journey <laughs> yeah. across the street for you to come do this. And uh, we appreciate it. But yeah, if you guys want to follow the podcast, we love it. If you subscribe to us, leave us a review. Uh, make sure you visit our sponsors as well. If you want to follow us, you can do so... Uh, on iTunes, you just search Intergalactic Interviews. We're the only ones. And if we're, you want to follow our channel on YouTube, that would be a huge help to us. We appreciate it. Hey, if you're on Pocket Casts on Android. That's true. Yes, now. Intergalactic Interviews. Now on Pocket Cast as well. Yeah, we're on, we're on so many like aggregates out there. We're on this Russian one. I've never. Pretty much oh, if yeah? you're looking for a podcast. <laughs> yeah. you know, podcast they just, app. There's all these. Yeah, there's all these services out there that just like intercept your RSS feed. Hmm. And they just like they're like oh well we'll just um, monetize this and you're like oh you're just making money off our show okay that's, that's fine nice. that's, that's fine we'll talk you. about you soon yeah yeah that's fine uh, but yeah if you guys want to follow us we'd appreciate that uh, drop us a like drop us a share or uh, you know just follow us subscribe leave it's us very a easy leave us How a review that? that would be something we'd really appreciate because uh, that's the kind of stuff that. Uh, you know, lets That's other what people gets know. us uh, doing some MeUndies ads, you know? MeUndies, oh, MeUndies. Not really for nice. fucking free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, I heard they're really nice too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I heard they're really nice too if they pay uh, us. <laughs> guys, um, we appreciate you all watching the show every week and listening to us. We, uh, we want to thank our guest again for coming down and doing the show and our sponsors, Off the Rail Brewing. Very delicious beer. Go check out their website, offtherailbrewing.com. Off and the rail on Instagram. Of course, we got to thank the Zaramba brothers and the Floathouse staff. Always and always, we love you guys so much. And uh, Floathouse on. Uh, Instagram, Float House on Instagram. Yeah, one word. F-L-O-A-T-H-O-U-S-E. Float House. And uh, yeah, we just bought them a mouse pad. I'm sure you'll see that on their Instagram soon. That was pretty <laughs> funny. But uh, okay, we love you guys very much. And we'll see, see you, you all week. next Bye. week.